Hi everyone, I'm Eric Marth and welcome to The Halftone, my chance to visit with photographers, printers, and curators to talk with them about what they do. Photographer Leslie Williamson is my guest this week. Leslie has spent her career shooting portraits, interiors, and even the occasional brain surgery for clients like Dwell, Monocle, The New York Times, and Stanford University. But over the last several years, she has been spending a lot of time in artists' houses. Her two recent books with Rizzoli, Handcrafted Modern and Modern Originals, are part of what she describes as her design pilgrimage to see how her favorite mid-century designers lived. Both titles have been celebrated for Leslie's organic approach to her subjects, which breaks with some of the traditions of architectural and interiors photography. Her work depicts artist homes, furniture, and collected objects only in natural light and with an eye that renders the places utterly human. Since beginning the project, Leslie has visited the homes of dozens of furniture makers, designers, and sculptors who shaped the ideas of design in the 20th century. Among them, Charles and Ray Eames, Alvar Aalto, Walter Gropius, George Nakashima, Warden Escherich, and Bruno Matheson. In addition to making great work, Leslie is also a pleasure to talk to, and let's go now to our conversation. So what is, you were saying that you have a couple of contracts for new books. Yeah. And you said a California book? Yeah, there's one. Um, well, I'm starting this new series, so all of my all of my books going forward will be under like an umbrella called Design Pilgrimage, because that's what I do. Yeah. Uh, totally. So this first one is uh, Design Pilgrimage California, but it's I mean, this wasn't actually going to be in the series, but the way it's kind of shaken out, it's like it fits now. When I started, it was like kind of books always kind of evolve and grow and shrink and do all weird things and then they become what they're supposed to be at least for me so I um yeah this one's like all the homes of California cultural pioneers and creative mavericks yep. what's the other the, the other next one you mentioned one, the next one after that is um all artists homes that have been preserved all over the world mm-hmm. so George O'Keefe and Giorgio Morandi oh, yeah, and yeah. Cezanne and oh shit yeah. That sounds great. Holy shit. Yeah. That's lovely. Yeah, so, that's a good one. I'm. So fro- I, it seems really easy compared to this kind of funny <laughs> ones. I'm like, ah, oh, it's going to be so easy after this one because this one's a little more esoteric and a lot of it's a lot of it's going to be in the writing, which makes me nervous because, I mean, I do write, but I don't consider myself a writer. Really. Yeah. I mean, I, I am a writer, but it's, it's hard Anyway. So these houses are frozen kind of like the Escherich house? Is mm. that the idea? Like the Yeah, I mean, preserve? I'm trying to find ones. I mean, honestly, I'm doing people that's like, I just love their work and their house is preserved and I've always wanted to go or, you know. Like I went and I researched the, uh, the Wyeth house, so mm-hmm. Andrew Wyeth yeah, and yeah. then N.C. Wyeth and well, on the fence, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I have to go and they have to be like, I have to be able to feel their soul stirring in there. And sometimes I don't like. There's a lot of house museums there. It's like, yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> you know, I mean, like the John Muir's house is. Oh, I didn't know that they had kept that around. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a house that he lived on. It's up. It's not in Yosemite. It's like up mm-hmm. in, 
I can't remember. Was that when he was farming? When yeah, he was an orange the, farmer? Yeah. Yes. That man was amazing. Oh my Have you God. read I've his books are dazzling. So and my favorite was my boyhood and youth. Like all uh-huh. the crazy inventor shit that he did. When he was a he, kid, he would his I dad even told read him this one. Sounds okay. Amazing. His dad told him he couldn't stay up past midnight. So he would get up really early because he wanted to work on building things and he wanted to read. So he built this machine that would operate by an alarm and then literally set him on his feet. So it would like tilt him up. So what he could, book is this? My Boyhood and Youth. Okay, Story I of My Boyhood to, and I Youth. I have to read this. And he would get up in at, at one o'clock in the morning. He would sleep for an hour and get up and do the crazy stuff. Um, and then he was a machinist and he almost went blind. He had a really bad accident. Mm-hmm. And... He, at the first Sierra trip, he took with a shepherd, and I guess he stuck around. But then, you know, he's this wonderful naturalist, but also made a fortune as a citrus farmer. Yep. It's crazy. Yeah, no. I mean, and it's, those are the California stories I wanted. Like, I started, I was calling it California stories. And, because it's like, I mean, I got the idea for that California book in Japan, because it's like, they're so obsessed with California. And, I mean, between me and you, it's like kind of miss the point a lot of the time you know it's like all the same people and it's like they just scratch the surface and maybe Mm -hmm. that's all they want to see you know but i was like oh yeah but did you know x y and z about this person or you know so it started with that and then i just was like who i'm like you need a book about california by a californian and that's kind of how the the book's idea started and then i just kept musing and like that would be fun and it's like i could be in california and now i'm like oh my god i'm used to traveling it's like i'm like (laughs) I've been in California a really long time. <laughs> Got to get out of here, but I have to finish this book. So, so were you at at the Muir Place? Was that or is that I've an example? I've been to the Muir. Yeah, but it's like that one's like. It doesn't I have wish the feel. Yeah. It does, his yeah. soul is not yeah. there. This is which panic. is not actually surprising, you know. I mean, I think that. I think that it was probably not. That's like people. Other people. He sold it. Other people lived there long, long before, and then the city bought it back. And made it a museum. That's you. what it yeah, feels like. Yeah, yeah, that like. period of interruption is what ruined it. Maybe. Yeah. 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 And so it's like nothing was left there and then it was preserved. So it's like that's the, the part that I'm, it's always really important to me. It's like, I like time capsules more than yeah. like, hey, let's make this yeah. like Escherich's place is the that perfect place, oh example. my God. I've been there twice, but it, because of you, mm. <laughs> because of oh. your book. And I went once, I stopped on the way up to New England. I was taking a trip up there. Uh-huh. And it's just, like, even thinking about it now, the place floors me. It's unbelievable. I mean, I don't even feel like I finished shooting it, really. It's, There's, like, all of these parts that it's, like, I didn't even get there. It's, like, yeah. it's... And I was there longest. Like, I'm, I'm actually... There's a... There's a... There's a uh, documentary coming out on him. Oh, really? Yeah, this woman's working That's on it. Great. They interviewed me for it. I was like, yeah. why, why do you want to interview me? It turned out because I was a chick. <laughs> I'm, I mean, not to dumb it down, but sure. it was all, I was like, oh, I mean, fine, that's novel. Did you go into the, I guess they have like a workshop there that's in the two garages or his old workshop? I there's didn't some, have that when I was there. Some part, well, there's some part of it that's not, I'm not allowed, I wasn't allowed to go in there either, but apparently mm-hmm. they open it for a member's party or something. And there's uh, some walnut bandsaw that operates on bike wheels or something. I don't know. That sounds like but him. there's some section. That, yeah. uh, that's not on the tour or not part of the main house. Right. But that, I mean, the mastodon tusk. What the fuck? I know. I mean, where in the world can you touch a mastodon tusk? Nowhere. Like, if you go... And, you and, know, and, and, and the thing is, it's like, 
if they don't tell you, it's like, it's just, oh shit, you got to hold on to that when you're going up those yeah. crazy <laughs> stairs. And then you're like, I'm holding what? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a mastodon tusk. Mm-hmm. Banister, not banister, handrail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that place is unbelievable. And then I went a couple of summers ago. We were in New Jersey, and we were an hour outside, so I took a friend from Philly. And then the director, Paul, yeah. Said, yeah, he took us on a tour, but it was Wednesday at 10 o'clock in the morning, so it was just the three of us, mm. and it was, mm, yeah. just, it was, you get un- to like, it was wonderful. Yeah. It was so, so wonderful. Yeah. No, I mean, that is a special, special place. Yeah. There's, I mean, there's, there's, they're all over the world too. I mean, Cezanne Studio in the south of France and Excellent Provence. I don't even know if I can get in there. The French are so difficult, but I remember going there when I was 19 and it's just, it's just a studio. It's not his house, but, uh, uh. <laughs> what's in there? Uh, just painting stuff. And, but I swear to God, it's like, you kind of, I mean, you have to walk up this hill. It's all this red earth and it's just, it's in amongst the landscapes that he painted yeah. and it's just yeah. like so ugh <laughs> I haven't even been there since I was I mean I was really young when I was there right? and I'm yeah, just yeah, like yeah. that's on the list this has to be yeah it's gotta be it sounds perfect for it yeah so yeah so and then unearthing some other ones like yeah so you mentioned that you have family here in South Bay did you grow up around California? I grew up in San Jose yeah in Bay Area right on are we starting? Sure. Yeah, oh, yeah. we've been going. Like, yeah. Oh, dear God. <laughs> I thought we were just chatting. <laughs> That's the thing. Yeah, it's just a chat. Okay. Well, yeah. No, I grew up in the South Bay. I grew up in San Jose, so San Jose, right when it was becoming Silicon Valley, but yeah. it wasn't. Like it was still apricot orchards, and I, I was a, uh, I mean, I'm like third generation, like this Santa Clara Valley, I guess. So, yeah, I grew up there, and then, I mean, I've lived in California my whole life. What did your parents do? My mom was a teacher, and my dad was a social worker. Right on. Yes. And uh, brothers and sisters? My sister. I have one sister. Yeah, what's she do? She's a teacher. Yeah. <laughs> my grandfather was a policeman. My grandma was a nurse. I am the... <laughs> it's the the public servant household, and then there's, yeah. then there's me. Bradley, <laughs> Bradley serving San Jose. Yes. And, yeah. Anyway, yeah, so... Yeah, what kind of kid were you? I don't... You're an art kid? Yeah, I was artsy. Yeah. I mean, but I wasn't, like, fine art, like, artsy. I I played the flute, and I danced all through high school, and I also did... I did graphic design in high school, but then I... When I was deciding to go to school, I didn't want to be in an office. So, I always wanted to be a, a fashion designer. I mean... Which was a weirdo thing to do at that point. Like, no one even, they're like, what's a fashion designer? Now it's like everyone in the world wants it. But, you know, in the 70s, when you're like eight years old and Mm -hmm. (laughs) everyone wants to be Dorothy Hamill and like skater and ice skater. Like, and I was like, I'm going to be a fashion designer. But I hated sewing and yeah, that didn't take. So when you went to school to study art, what what, were you interested in becoming a photographer then? When I went, so out of high school, I went to an art school for a year and I just did a foundation year and I was still planning on doing fashion design. That's when I kind of figured out, I was like, wow, I really hate drawing. (laughs) It just is really slow. And where was that? It was up here in San Francisco at the Academy of Art for one year. Uh, And it wasn't the conglomerate that it is now. Yeah, it's like a city block now, isn't it? It's 
if they own half the city. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> good for them. I mean, That's where your it tax was a money very, I mean, it wasn't, I don't know how good it is now. It seems to be turning out some decent, but I mean, at that point, it's like they had a photo program, but not fashion photo. And I don't, I didn't take any photo classes at all. I was in, yeah, no, I didn't, uh, I didn't take that school in me. So I kind of just took a break. Um, I've moved down to LA with a boyfriend. Mm -hmm. What was going on down there? I just, I was kind of living. I was 19. It was fun. My first time away from home. He was going to UCLA, so I lived, um, I went to Santa Monica College. I didn't take photo there either. Like, I didn't even, I didn't take photos until I was 20, 19, yeah. no, 20. Yeah. yeah. And then I started taking them when I came back up here. I went to Foothill College and started taking it there. And, uh, yeah, that's where I started shooting. I kind of just decided, it's like, well, I don't like drawing and I don't like sewing, but I'll try photography. And it just, I mean, I thought I'd do fashion photography, but it, I, it just seemed to take, like... I'm kind of lucky because it was a very flip decision. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I was like. Was that a little faster for you than, than drawing and sewing? Oh, Something about well, it being. I, in my mind, I thought yeah. that. And then it's like, wait, you have to go into a dark room? <laughs> like, this takes long too. I was very, I'm, patience is not a virtue of mine. Except in certain arenas, I guess I do have patience. But yeah, especially back then, not a patient girl. No. But yeah, yeah. So I took my first photo classes there when I was maybe like 20 years old or something. And I liked it. And I was like, okay. And so I applied to two schools and I got into both. Ended up going to Art Center. Um, I applied to Art Center and RISD. Yeah. And uh, I got into both. They were the top schools at the time. So it was pretty exciting. Right on. But I was, I like, I had to rate, I had to wait. Like, I had to wait for RISD or something. And I mm. just... I was like 22 by that time. Yeah. Who and was I at was, RISD then? I can't even remember. Who was at Art, um, Art Center? Well, I mean, I, I know all my teachers, but I don't think there's anyone that was that notable. Mm -hmm. They just were both really well-respected yeah. art schools. Yeah. Um, I can't remember who was at either one. I don't think it was really, I mean, maybe it was a time where that's, it was more like well-respected. I mean, it was like 1992. Yeah. So. And not so much looking for rock star faculty. I wasn't, yeah. no. No. I mean, you heard how I just made my decision to take photographs. It wasn't. Right. Like, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, hey. Um, yeah, so. So what kind of stuff were you shooting during grad school? I didn't go to grad school. Oh. No. Okay, so this that is was all like undergrad. undergrad. Uh, all right. Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. No. No grad school for me. Well, what kind of stuff were you shooting in undergrad? Uh, you know, I did my classes. I thought that I was going to do fashion, and I did like a lot of fashion and people. Um. I mean, I had I had I felt like I didn't fit in at Art Center at all. I mean, I went there because it was very technical. And so I could learn all the technical stuff. Yeah. I am very not technical. Yeah. In the, I'm just like a, I'm very intuitive in the way that I work. So it was very good to like learn 
learn like all the really gearheady stuff that I found really annoying so I could just forget it. I mean, ironically, it's like I took, you know, you have to take architecture, you have to take everything, right? So it's like the architecture class was my absolute, like, I hated it the most. I, ironically. I mean, we, call, so we called it architecture. Arch <laughs> well, it was old school. It was old school architectural photography, which yeah. was like balancing all the lights and gelling lights. And I mean, and view camera stuff, I guess. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Everything yeah. was four by five. Yeah. Like that's how I learned. So, I mean, when I started shooting, I mean, jumping way ahead, when I started shooting like the first book, Handcrafted yeah. Modern yeah. and shooting those houses, I remember like the conscious decision. It's like, well, I really am interested in these houses and, and these people and I really want to see these places and, you know, I'll say I'm going to photograph them so I can see them. But I, I said, but this is totally for me and I'm shooting them how I like to shoot, which is all natural light. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, it yeah. ended up, I mean, I, I, I feel like I really trained as like in portraiture and like f people photography. Mm -hmm. And that's how my most of my career was until until that point. So, I mean, I honestly still feel like I'm taking portraits of a house, and that's how I do it. So when I started shooting Handcrafted Modern, I was, like, really conscious, like, I'm not doing... Like, any, yeah, I, any, yeah. All that stuff I learned about the right way to do mm -hmm. it... Fuck that. No. <laughs> it just... I mean, it's like, it, it would make one hellish... One of a hellish day for me... And instead, like the first house I shot, it was just, oh my God, it was like, it was such a great day. Which one was that? Uh, Albert Frey's house in Palm Springs. It was hotter than hell, but it was great. It was just fun. Yeah. I mean, and at that point, it's like, I didn't think anyone was going to see the picture. So I was like, oh, I like this little corner. I'm going to take a picture of it, you know? I mean, I have to like now kind of harness that original, like, what am I really interested in this? Because I've shot so many houses now and, you know, people assign me stuff too. And so it's just remembering that with my books, it's like, it's really about like what I find interesting and endearing or, or like storytelling or, but I don't know. Trying to find those pieces that really speak to you without... And and make sure that you're them. still in that kind of like playful spirit yeah. when you're yeah. shooting because, I mean, at this point, you know, it, sometimes it's like you're just having a bad day or yeah. like, you, you know, you shot it. a job before and you're trying to like smash in like a personal thing yeah. or like a book, you know, a book shoot into, you know, I'm here right now and it's just down the road. So, yeah. So. So what uh, happened after Art Center? Uh, up school. After Art Center, I hated photography. I was super burned out. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, I mean, Art Center was, I don't know how it is now. It was really intense yeah. and it was really expensive. Yeah. And, you know, I had not that much financial aid and just a bunch of loans and it was going sure, up sure. every every term. So I went straight through. Like yeah. I didn't take, I was out of, like I started and I did spring summer fall like i had no breaks yeah get me out of here yeah it was like three so i did it in like three and a half years instead of four and i just was like please don't make me take a picture 
So what did I you just, do? What? Oh my God. Well, uh, the mini nervous breakdown was like, I'm in debt and <laughs> I'm in debt and I don't even want to do the thing I've been trained to right, do. Right. But I, I ended up getting a job um, as an office manager in a, with a designer, a graphic designer and an illustrator, Yeah, which was actually really great. And where was that? That was in Sherman Oaks um, in the Valley. Yeah. And his big clients were like NPR and Disney. And oh, great. So. Serious, serious stuff going on. Yeah, no, yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, he had a very successful, successful business. And um, so I was the office manager, which was great because I didn't learn that much about all the office and the business part of, of photography. Being an artist, yeah. And so I was in charge of like all of that stuff and like organizing job files. And to this day, it's like I'm a very, like all the, business part of my business, which I'm not, I still don't think I'm that great as a business person, but, but I learned it all there and definitely not at Art Center. Yeah. Like, I can't, I don't think I've learned hardly anything about the business part. Who was the designer you were working for? His name's Greg Moraes. I don't even know. I mean, he was, he was an alum, I think of Art Center in illustration. And then he ended up doing like graphic design and yeah, he had, it was like a tiny, like, you know, there was one other designer there and me. It was like three of us in this little office. And that sounds great. Yeah, and it was halftime and, and yeah, and after a while, I, I think he, I got laid off. Nuts. It was, but it was okay because it's like, I was kind of like itching to shoot again. And yeah. so I started taking, and I needed a lab. So I started taking like just one color class at Santa Monica College. Mm -hmm. Just to use the room. Just to yeah, use yeah. the lab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I wasn't into color, like, at all. And it just kind of, like, exploded for me at that point. So you had, got, you had a nice uh, break from it mm -hmm. after getting frustrated after school, doing this job, and then back into it at Santa Monica. It seems to be a pattern in my life. Yeah, okay. Like, I yeah, burn yeah, yeah. yeah. So, because, I mean, that's how I started the book was burnout. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean... Yeah. Mainly, I think it's not, I don't know if it's so much, I mean, well, I guess it was burnout after college. But, yeah. But when I, when I started working on handcrafted modern, it, I mean, I just, I was seriously considering leaving photography completely as, as throwing my. It, yeah, 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 throwing it behind. Yeah. Well, I want to get to that, but um, yeah. when you were starting at doing this color sort of stuff, what was, what was getting you excited again about photography? You know, I was really, like, I I would do just, like, portrait sessions, but kind of portrait sessions, like, based on paintings, or they were just really, like, ideas. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm just going to do this. I mean, to the point where it's like I painted my entire apartment, like, dark green for a shoot. Oh. And found, like, or I found, like, a vintage dress that I really loved, and I met this girl who I loved her face, and yeah, it just made an entire shoot around that. Mm -hmm. um, but I also got really into, like, the darkroom part. Like, I used to, I mean, with the first book, I printed half of that book, you know? And yeah. I was really into, like, printing my own color to the mm -hmm. point where I had... My color was, I mean, at the beginning, it was really yellow and stylized, and, mm -hmm. like, I flashed the paper. I mean, it was, like, a whole process. <laughs> um I found all the notes with like all the formulas of like 
which dark room. This dark room is a little different in the yellow and you know. So yeah, it was like a two a two and larger process for my printing color because I would flash the paper then I'd anyway, it was very stylized color, but I was really like it was just really fun and yeah. It was more painterly, more artistic, mm -hmm. which I think is probably kind of always my stuff is always a little bit I don't know. I can't really describe this as a kind of emotional. I have to do emotional photography. It's yeah. been consistent through the whole, <laughs> like, yeah. It didn't go over so well at Art Center. <laughs> more of a, more of a more of a commercial more of a commercial look was appealing to them, and I just felt like I, I yeah. So where does the uh, the architecture start to come back in? Well, I mean, architecture is one of those things. I started just getting really into design and architecture just yeah. for myself. Yeah. And I would, I always looked at interiors magazines. Mm -hmm. as like, you know, for fun. But it never really crossed over. Like with my photography work, when I started working, it was all like started with music industry stuff and editorial portraits. And then, um, you know. It, it was always people based. I did I did have a stint like where I did a lot of work with travel and leisure, and so mm -hmm. at that point it's like, oh, you're going to this hotel and you're going to shoot like kind of the feel of the hotel, and so that's as much of like architecture. I don't even think I shoot architecture. How did you, as far as doing commercial stuff, how did all of that start for you? Uh, homemade promos, sending them out. Yeah. The yeah. I mean the old school yeah. way. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I made all, like, printed everything myself, mm -hmm. made them all by mm -hmm. hand, mailed them out, you what, know, what slowly. What was the first call you got? Raygun. Raygun Magazine. Ray yeah. Raygun yeah. Magazine was my first job. I shoot, shot Dan Close uh, in Berkeley. I mean, I actually was in L.A. until 97. I moved back. And I hadn't really been doing that much commercial work down there. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, at that point, it's like the style of my photography and L.A. were like diametrically opposed. You know, it was like emotional, like, you know, moody. And everyone's like, you should move to the East Coast. And I just never. Did you ever do that? Have you stayed out here? I mean, I just go there. I mean, I always thought it was one of those things where it's like, yeah, you should really, you know, your style is much more conducive to the East Coast. I mean, at least in the late 90s yeah. when I was starting out. And it was always something I thought that I would do. And then I go there <laughs> and the, the fruit's not good. And I, I, I don't know. I'm just really, I mean, I realize yeah, I'm incredibly Californian. Yeah. Have you ever go in the summer and say you're never coming back? Because we just left, you know, in Virginia at least, and it's not much different. Philly, New York, 95% humidity. Yeah, no, no. 100 degree temperatures. Yeah, no. It's awful. It's bad. Yeah, the humidity <laughs> thing is, is really <laughs> profoundly... I don't... I mean, I literally... There's a certain point I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm not taking jobs in New York right now. <laughs> and in the winter, too. I mean, shooting, try and shoot natural light in the winter in New York. Wow. It's just really depressing and hard and short days. And yeah, it's yeah. just not easy. So it's like, and it's too cold. I'm like. <laughs> so California, shall be. I'm, I, yeah. I mean, and not to say that I haven't gone there and done those jobs, but it's like. Ugh, it's 
not my thing. Not your permanent spot. No, no. It's just never, you know, I mean, who knows? I don't know where I'll end up. Everyone's asking me where, you know, I'm home. Well, yeah, you're in that spot. You can, you can be anywhere. Yeah. And everyone's like, well, where do you want to live? And I'm like, I have no idea. Where's all of your stuff? Like, where's the... I just got... put it in, like, storage yeah. down near my parents' right, house. Because right. if I'm gone, at least they can, like, if I need something, it's like, it. they can get sure. to it. It's a little, not, not, not cheaper down there, but... Anyway, I don't know where I was. Well, we were talking oh, about printing. Los Angeles and printing. Yeah. And... Starting to do commercial stuff, sending out handmade promo. Yeah, ray gun. Ray gun was and my ray first gun. job. Dan Close. And it was fun. Um, and then it was like lots of portraits. The second job, probably, or probably right around that time, was Stanford Medicine Magazine with Dar- David Armario, who actually still, they're still a client. Like 1997, I shot for them first, and I yeah. have shot for them since then. That must feel good. Yeah, twenty-year relationship. That's cool. Yeah, and I and I mean, honestly, people like I love that job. Yeah, because it's like you learn so much about like what's happening in the medical field. And I mean, when I first started, I got to shoot brain surgeries and liver Holy transplants. Shit. And what the fuck? Amazing. <laughs> and I think that they liked me because I was like, I am not squeamish. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. You were okay, there, like okay, tell me she can what handle it. not to sh- tell me what not to touch and not to and and of course, don't touch the brain, Leslie. Yeah, just don't put your fingers yeah. up there, and you'll be okay. But I mean, I holy cow, so have you been around that shit before? No. Oh my goodness. I love it. Yeah. Oh my god, wow. I love it. And now it's like I never knew that about you. Yeah, no one knows. <laughs> no one knows. But there's like a pile of Stanford. When's Medicine that magazine. book coming out? <laughs> I mean, I didn't, it, I would only get to do it every once in a while. Like those kind of, it was mostly, bulk of it is portraits. But, yeah, you know, it's like I shot the guy that, you know, discovered, like, what's it, he worked, endorphins, the guy that discovered endorphins and like, you know, Nobel Prize winners and it's great. Ugh. Anyway, all those old, I love the old, the old professor dudes. Yeah. Um. Anyway, now there's, a lot, it's mostly just portraits. Like you don't mm-hmm. get to go in. I got to shoot the cadaver lab once. That was awesome. Whoa. I love... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's really challenging, but I really yeah. like it. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't want to do it every day. Sure. I'd imagine that. That might take I its I mean, toll. I'm so grateful they still call me. Yeah. Because I really love shooting for them. They're just wonderful, too. You know? And, and my family has, like, this deep, like, Stanford connection. My grandfather, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. after he... After he um, retired, he worked in the medical bookstore, ironically, for the rest of his life. Like, the day he died, he had come home early from work. Wow. So, it's kind of nice just to... Yeah. yeah. That's great. Yeah. And I, I mean, like, that Stanford is where I... Like, that's where I did all my back-to-school shopping. Because he worked at the bookstore. So, <laughs> yeah. all of my pencils all through school were, like, red with Stanford on them. <laughs> now they don't even have those pencils anymore. It's not sad. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we got to write a letter. Yeah. Get the red pencils back. Do they have a redwood on them? Uh, Part of the, that oh, logo? at one point, yeah, yeah, there were some white ones. I s- might have a little <laughs> nub of one of those. I collect pencils still. Like, okay. well, there's. <laughs> I was just at the Picasso Museum and have like a pencil. <laughs> it's good to know that you're a pencil collector and to have that immediate reaction of a specific white pencil with a redwood tree on it. Well, yeah. I think it, that was when I was in school because I remember there were teeth marks on yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a pencil chewer. Yeah. I was then. I don't think I do that anymore. <laughs> like, anyway, yeah. So, 
Yeah, that was, that's one of my first clients that I still have, which is nice. Really nice. Feels very good. Um, but yeah, most of it was people. People, people, people. Until, oh God, like mid-2000s. And like work in San Francisco just got really, like, it was tough. Tough. And like I was getting these jobs where it's like, go shoot girls on a white seamless with their iPod. So tough, <sighs> tough. And then it's, it was a the, the work recession. is tough or, or no. okay, finding It was work. just like, yeah. yeah. I mean, I've never been like fantastic at marketing and, mm-hmm. you know, like I like doing the work mm-hmm. and the getting of the work, you know, it's, I mean, it's fine, but you know, it's like. I'm, does I anybody I think like, I'm inconsistent and does anybody like look I really photography is great but I love the hustle yeah I'm in it for the hustle but some people are just are really great at it yeah. you know I yeah. mean I know people that they're you know it's I I just am not that gal I mean and I've had reps too and I mean I now it's you know the books have gotten me most of my work and I consider the books as like my personal work now it's really very nice because my personal work is well, now. Well, that's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's nice. You get nice. to the point where it you is. can come and be you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. it was one of those things, though, that, you know, the work that I was getting when I left, when and I, I mean, it was a very, like, calculated, like, maybe I'm not going to do this anymore because I'm not happy. Mm-hmm. I'm not making were, that much money. What were some of the nightmare jobs or some, some of the things that really made you question what you were well, doing? Well, I mean, to be honest, it's like the bigger the jobs got, mm-hmm. you know, most people would get really excited and be like, oh, my God, you know, I'm doing this big budget job for, I don't want to name names. Sure, but, sure. You know, like a tech firm or, you know, and I, and I would do them and I just would be so depressed. Yeah. You know, it's like this big production and there's all these people and they're cooing behind you. It's like, oh, it looks great. And I'm just like, oh, God. What is this? I mean, it's nice. I mean, mean, sometimes it's, you know, it's really positive and it's like, oh, good. This is working. Are you doing like 14-hour days for that kind of shit too? Some of those. I mean, the big ones, you know, like I did this thing that was like packaging and it was like this whole office scene. So there was like all these people, you know, cycling in all day, craft services. And, and it's like a big job. It's really, I mean, it was a great, you know, decent amount of money. Mm-hmm. It was, it was, yeah. it's like something that most photographers, it's like they're working for those kind of jobs. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, wow, I'm working for this. And oh my God, I had like a migraine all day. I was just like, oh, it's just, it wasn't, it's not my thing. Um, I mean, I've gotten to the point where, you know, I do what I do and how I do it is the absolute opposite of that. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I'll bet. Because it's just you, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't even have an assistant. Yeah. yeah. And I've learned that I don't know how much longer I'm going to be able to do it with like all the travel and like it's just really tiring. But part of what I do is shooting by myself and experiencing the house by myself, especially yeah. when the owners are still alive and mm-hmm. it's the interaction. Cause then I also write my books and if there's a th- third person there, mm-hmm. like that one, you kind of have to manage them and yeah. it just changes everything. Yeah, I'd imagine so. And so it, 
So you're getting ready to throw in the towel maybe after these crazy big jobs. I took a job at a bookstore. Oh, yeah. I had been talking with my friends. I was friends. a bookstore guy. I worked yeah. in a bookstore for a long time. I worked at yeah. William Stout Architectural Books. Right on. You should go there when you're if here. I, yeah, gosh, if I could find slam that in. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so, yeah, I mean, I had been talking with my friends, and I was like, you know, every time I'd, I'm like, oh, my God, I'd just rather, I'd rather work at a bookstore than shoot this. And then my friend had worked right around there, and she yeah. saw a sign in the window, and she was like, okay, Boom. look it. Yeah. And she's like, just call. And the funny thing is, so then I called, mm -hmm. and I was like, I'm like, I'm just asking, I'm just curious. And I'm like, no, no, you should come in. It's like, they would not <laughs> let me get off the phone. No, no, please, right now. No, seriously. They, yeah. Like, literally, I couldn't get off the phone until I made an appointment to, yeah. like, apply for the job. And I was like, I, I, I don't know if I want to do this, <laughs> you know? And so then I went in, and I was like, okay. And I was like, look, I mean, I, I could only work four days a week. I kept, like, one client. Yeah. That was kind of a bread and butter client because yeah. I wouldn't have been able to like live with sure, just sure. working there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I kept my one client. I had, well, two clients, you know, and they were nice. I'd be like, you guys, like, you know, this is like a $40,000 job. It's like, <laughs> I have to take it, you know, or mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so. Um, but yeah, I'd work four days a week. I ended up being in charge of photography interiors and furniture design <laughs> sections which totally makes sense doesn't yeah, it yeah it sure does um yeah and i really liked it so it was fun i i loved working there and it was nice because you know it's like you could i was never the person that you just get a job and you go and then you check out it's like mm -hmm. you know i became in charge of like how many sections and you know I was always the first one there and cleaning and I, I mean, but it was nice. So, uh, new and used books mm -hmm. and did you learn to do book buying? Did you go out and, you know, dig through people's collections at their houses? No, I didn't do that part. There was someone in charge of the outer print yeah. who was very well versed and Bill Stout who started it and he also published books. I mean, oh, I met yeah, my editor yeah. when I was working there. No so, surprise. That's nice. Yeah, I had a friend who was a buyer for the Strand, and oh. they would drive this big black suburban around, you know, the greater New York area, license plate Strand, uh -huh. and go and buy, you know, truckloads of books all over town. And they would often take stuff. I think and the way they did it was they would just take it and then pay people later. But oh. if you can imagine the kind of shit you could find, you know, hauling books for the Strand. I always wanted to ride along, but I, he ended up <laughs> leaving that job. It's like, please, just once, please. <laughs> I always love digging through stuff, Man. looking at books. I mean, I found, I, honestly, it's like just digging through the bookstore. It's like I found like a first edition Robert Adams. Oh, which one? I'm a uh, huge Robert Adams fan. The main, like the the big one. What's it called? The New Springs? West? No. Los Angeles Spring? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. 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 For $3. That's great. That's <laughs> It's not a $3 book anymore. <laughs> no, it's not. Man, that guy. What? I love that guy. Yeah. And I don't, I guess I could, there's a 45 minute tangent that's best avoided, I guess. Just talking about <laughs> I mean, Adams. I'm not that well versed. Yeah. But it's like he's I ended up. He's super, super important to me. Yeah. I love that guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, so I, but I mean, there was a lot of, I mean, the photography books really didn't, they weren't like a really popular section, but yeah. I mean, 
Apparently, I mean, when I was there, the photo section got really good, and then after I left, oh, it yeah. disappeared. Oh. I'm like, there's no photo books there anymore. It's like, yeah, no, no yeah, one yeah. can tell them but you. And I was like, oh, well, that's nice and sad at the same time. And anyway, but no, so I, yeah, I worked there for maybe a year and a half, and, you know, I mean, I was interested in design, so it was kind of nice just being around there, you know, and just looking at books and checking them in and, you know, yeah, seeing yeah. everything as it came out. And, I mean, my book collection swelled. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I had to be careful. <laughs> it's hard. Um, it's hard uh, when you get first There's, there's a couple it's... books that I, like, still am like, God damn. That you let go? Why didn't I buy it? Oh, why didn't shit. I buy it? Like what? Uh, Le Corbusier's um, The Color book. It's like a three-volume. Oh, why? <laughs> Monochromy. Was it monochromy? Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Is this a color theory book? Yeah. And it yeah. has all the swatches of all... Uh, why didn't I buy it? I saw it, I saw it at Arcana and it was like... I mean, it was like a $500 book when yeah. it came out. Right. Or something. It was like exorbitant. And mm-hmm. I was just mm-hmm. like, okay, why do you need this? So I did not get it. And oh, man. It's what like, is it now? Oh, it's like $1,000 or yeah. something. Yeah. I did learn a lot about how books appreciate. That's how that shit goes. It's crazy. I mean, I learned that like a bunch of books that I just bought for myself because I love them, like a, a Francesca Woodman book, a little tiny. I mean, before she had that huge resurgence just recently, but it, I've had it since I was in college. And there was a book that came out, and I, when I was working at the bookstore, I looked, and I mean, it's like a, it was a twenty-five dollar book. It's like three hundred, four hundred dollars. I, th- I now. think it's the internet. You you get these little photography books or or you know things in small runs, mm-hmm. and there are only so many of them out there. And then somebody gets one and then puts it on ABE, or whatever. And because there aren't any others, what would they're you do saying three hundred dollars. This is three hundred dollars. When really it, you know, it might not be that. But that's this weird way of setting these prices for things like that. Yeah. Although I have to say, this book was like such a small run. I mean, I don't think there's that many of them. Yeah. You know, she wasn't, I mean, she wasn't that popular. She was important, but she didn't have that mass, like, explosion that she had recently. So, anyway, yeah. So, uh, were these architecture books an inspiration to getting into that sort of thing to start? I mean, were these places that you went to photograph, places you were starting to see on your radar looking through this stuff? I always loved interiors, and so I would look... And I was interested in design, so then I was like, okay, what is this? What would this designer do for themselves? And so I had like the best reference library yeah. at my fingertips, yeah. and I was like, okay, well, this has to exist. Yeah. And so I would, I looked for the book. I mean, the book that I made, wow. it's yeah, like yeah. I looked for it because right. I was like certainly not planning yeah. on making it. Um, <laughs> but all the books that I found, it was just like, <sighs> how are these people living? Are there any examples? But it was like- all, it was all like that. It was all that old school architectural photography that yeah. I was taught in right, school, but right. it was like, I don't, you know, it's like big There's, wide shot. It's like, yeah, but right, right. what's like happening that, in that corner over that, there? It's um, like, who the fuck did it? Uh, the Calder book, like the book on Calder's house. Oh, uh-huh. Yeah. Where you can see That's evidence. like, is that Pedro Garcia? Yeah. I mean, Gar- Guerrero, Pedro yeah, yeah, Guerrero. Yeah, I've got it. Um, oh. but it's like, everything's really flat. And there's weird fill flash. And you yeah, can see well, that like the places see. the places he lived were amazing. Oh, and soulful. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then the pictures are not. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Is that guy still around? Sorry if you're still out there, dude. No, I think, I mean, well, <laughs> listen, he was super interesting and yeah. um, important in his own way. But, you know, 
I don't, I mean. Are those places, have they, I know that the calendar, like his hangar is still around and like they do a residency for mm-hmm. sculptors and all that stuff. Is that but the one in the, upstate New York? I think so. Yeah. 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 And then I've but heard are the that houses the, still, are they preserved? No, the houses are not preserved. I've heard that his studio is, I've been, I tried to get into it for the second book and they shot me down, but I'm going to still try for this one. Do it. Yeah. I want to see those pictures. Yeah. I want to make those pictures. <laughs> So a book, uh, the book on artists' houses and how these people who make other stuff live isn't out there. So you So yeah, it's like I looked, I mean, it was, it didn't, I mean, I've always been interested in like furniture design. I'm kind of a big old furniture geek. So, you know, it wasn't just architects. It was like designers and, you know, and then it became designers and architects because in that era, it's like they made their own houses and. But yeah, there's there was this one book on like, you know, my mother's house or something where all these architects had designed houses for their mothers or something. It was it was kind of an oddball book. Um, <laughs> was it just called in law suites or something. Well, like no, that? but I mean, I guess when you're a young architect, it's like your first client is oh, your yeah, family, yeah, yeah. or right, it's like right, I mean, there's something kind of beautiful about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But but the the photographs were less than inspiring to me and. And then there were, like, other interiors books where it was just, like, always that, like, big, wide, grand shot. And it was, like, four pages. The chapters were four pages. And I was, like, like I just... And so when I started shooting, I mean, I really just was shooting because I wanted to see. And I said I was doing a book to get in. I mean, honestly. I mean... It turned out to not be lying, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, so there are a couple the, of emails for maybe, but I, at the beginning I felt a little, I was just like, okay, maybe this will be, I mean, I don't, it wasn't, it was one of those things. It's like, yeah, sure. You know, when did you realize it was a book? When did that become? Well, a fact? I mean, I really liked it and I was like, well, yeah, it's like, that was fun. It's like, let's try and get into Gropius's house. And you start getting pictures back and they're great. I mean, you know, it's almost more, I mean, about the experience, I think. And I just kept shooting. I mean, I sh- the first book took like, you know, I would get a big, I was working at a bookstore, okay? So then yeah. I'd get a big job with my client mm-hmm. and then I'd be like, okay, I have a little extra money and I can shoot three houses and I'll be in that area. So I'll do that. I mean, I didn't get a publisher until I had 90% of the book shot. That's a good time. <laughs> yeah, except, you know, it was all shot on film. It yeah. was all, you know, and anyway, so I don't know when I, I, I kind of knew it was going to be a book when it, I was talking to like a couple of friends and I like only my friends saw this for, mm-hmm. and they're like, well, I, I had one friend, she was very sweet. She's like, she, she had me come, she worked at the Museum of Modern Art in New York and in the graphic design department. She, she, she like, I had this slideshow that I would do. She was the first person. She's like, you should come in and just share it with the, the staff. So I came in and yeah, like that shared wonderful. it with the yeah. staff. She's like, I'm just scared this that you're not going to like push this and make it a book. And I was like, no. I mean, at that point I was like, no, I will. But I loved that she was like doing everything she could to push me. Then I had been doing editorial work or... Like Domino Magazine mm-hmm. was out, and they had heard about me or something, and I'd been talking with them. And then, this is before, right before they disappeared. They called me and had me do 
the slideshow for the entire staff. Oh. <laughs> so that was, I was like, at that point, it was like, yes, this is a book. This will be a book. Um, but it kind of just was like for a good three years, it was like my personal project. And it's like where, and I, I'd say I was working on a book. I, you know, it's like, I don't know where it switched from me thinking, yes, I need to say I'm doing a book to get in mm-hmm. to, no, this is actually going to be a book. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so how was the search for a publisher? How did that go? Uh, I called my friend. Well, he wasn't my friend. He was someone I met, Young No, who was at Rizzoli. He had worked with Bill Stout and had been, yeah. and he happened to come in the bookstore. And I said, oh, I'm working on this book. And and I never do that. Okay. It's like, how annoying is that? You're an editor. And it's like, can you look at these pictures? But he did. Yeah. He was very nice. And so all through the process, I just kept sending him contact sheets. He's like, keep going, keep working. Yeah. And so they're the only people I talk to. And at the end, he's like, yet yeah, you have enough. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to send you a contract. That's wow. how it works. So wow. I didn't, I didn't have the, the struggle for a publisher yeah. story. Yeah. Um, it's pretty unusual, I guess. But yeah, that was my experience. And then, you know. So years of travel mm-hmm. all over the States. Yep. Getting into these places. Were there any places that took a while to get into? You know, that you had to ask three or four times? Any? No. Everybody just said, hey. No. What, what got left out that you wish you could have done? Um, well, I mean, there's more left out in Europe than, yeah, than here. Yeah. Like the first book, the first book's one of those things that I feel like it's what it was supposed to be. Um, it was so organic and, you know, it was one of those things that like, I actually, there was one extra chapter that uh, we were over like too many pages Yeah, and there was a few like disagreements with the architect and he just wasn't happy. And I was like, you know, it's fine. Because it, he was very much of the old school of photography. And mm-hmm. my work is like, there's too many details, not enough wide shots. And so he didn't end up being in, in the book. And once mm-hmm. we took him out and we had the perfect, the exact amount of pages that we needed. And it just wasn't meant to be. Which yeah. is, it's great because now he's in this new book. Oh. <laughs> and I just was back. that very happy. It's like I just yeah. was back. And he, oh, he's such a wonderful guy. Um, I totally got where he was coming from, you know, because um, at the time, I mean, no one was shooting interiors like that at all. And he probably and he probably was expecting an architecture book. And I guess people consider it an architecture book. I don't. I, I just consider it a book about yeah. people who <laughs> happen to design houses or something. I don't know. So did you leave the bookstore after doing this um, one for Rizzoli? Once I got the contract, mm-hmm. yeah, I left the bookstore. I needed to concentrate completely um, on it. And then I went back to commercial photography, but I was shooting more interiors. Um, I can't remember, like, what, like, the timeline of all that overlap is. But, yeah, I mean, yeah. and then, I, then it, I mean, the book did just weirdly well. I mean the the handcrafted modern just like the title kind of hit at a time where it was the perfect title somehow it's funny cuz it was like not the title i wanted 
Yeah. As one of those, it's somebody, I think my, my editor said handmade modern. I was like, well, no, I was like, no, cause it's not handmade. I'm like, it's more handcrafted modern. And then mm-hmm. what was your not, title? not thinking mm-hmm. that, <laughs> that, they would go that all of a sudden yeah, yeah, yeah. that is the title. Right. And then I, I mean, it was like, I thought we were having a conversation yeah. <laughs> and then I get this email. It's like, it's been approved. Great. Handcrafted modern. I was like, wait, wait, what? hold on. <laughs> Which, what did you want to call it? I don't remember now. I don't remember. I mean, I really don't. It was it was something boring. Yeah. I mean, you know, I like I like kind of titles that don't scream, which I realize now. Like modern originals has not been as popular, obviously, as handcrafted modern, and I think a lot of it is like in the title. It's like kind of the title is super important. There's a span between the two books and, mm-hmm. and working all this. You get handcrafted modern done mm-hmm. and shoot editorial work oh, kind of all over, mainly. Yeah. I mean, when, so handcrafted, I think, came out in the fall of 2010. And I kind of opened up things for me in a way that it's like, yeah, it's like I went to you know, ICFF for the first time, the furniture fair, which, you know, I'd never been to. And, but I had all these, and I would, I would go and just, I had a lot of personal projects at that point. Cause it's like the personal projects were the things that were really interesting to me. And then I had a blog at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, it was a, a pick of the day. So, you know, I, I don't know what I was thinking when I started doing that. Cause it's like, I just would post some one thing a day, mm-hmm. which is absolutely bonkers <laughs> but but I did it for a long time. And so I had, was shooting a lot of personal projects. I was shooting one on like American craftsmen because I had the I wanted to somehow link the mid 20th century craft movement, which was the craft movement that mm-hmm. was really mm-hmm. prevalent when my first book came out. Thinking that there was a link between the two, which I could never really find. Like my idea of what the book would be, which would be a conversation between two eras Mm -hmm. and this newer era informed by kind of these, you know, stalwart artists, craftspeople. I just didn't found that I found that it didn't really exist in that way, which was sad. So that kind of faltered, but I had all these designers that I really liked and was following and I would go and just, like I was, I was in New York. It's like, I'd shoot different studios of people I really liked and, um, and I've kept doing that. And then those things would end up, I would get calls from magazines. So it ended up that like the content I was creating mm-hmm. was getting me more work. Like, and they would just want to use things that I had already shot or, you know, it's like That's you've sweet. shot. Um, and then, you know, I mean, what happened when Handcrafted Modern came out is like it came out in like September, October. Yeah. And they were freaking out because in November... They're like, we might sell out of the first printing before Christmas. Uh oh. Which was really unexpected. <laughs> yeah. Because it just how many, totally sold. How many like copies? Ten thousand was Jesus the first printing. Christ. I think. And it I mean, it barely like it sold out maybe it made it through Christmas, so mm-hmm. but <sighs> barely. And so I mean, that book is in this at last I heard it was in its eighth printing. Wow. So, Way to go. thanks. Yeah. I mean, they aren't big. They aren't as big of printing print runs afterwards. Yeah. But, but yeah, it's still so, out there. 
Yeah, it's still, it's still everywhere. My God. I mean, it's like the little engine that could. I, I, I mean, I joke that it's like it's like it's like a child that like went to college and then just did really good. And I feel like <laughs> I, I'm really proud of you. And yes, a lot of my work into that, but yeah. work went into that. But at a certain point, it's like <laughs> you're doing this on your Life own. Life of its own, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is really nice. Um, and the people that like it are just really, I mean, they're very sweet and lovely. And so, um, yeah, it's very influential, that book. I mean, I don't take any credit for that. It's like what's in it. That's the people that I chose. Um, but it's really interesting that it's like, you, I mean, because I go into a lot of design firms. I now work with a lot of like designers and yeah. certain ones I'll, I'll, I'm shooting for. But mm-hmm. you go in there and like it invariably like interior designers have like a mass of books and it's like my books are always there and they always are just like threadbare and just like Mm. so it's like loaded on all three sides with post-it notes yes it's like the post-it note bible right and it's just like damn it's it's the most flattering (laughs) thing everyone's usually they're like i'm so sorry this looks so bad i'm like that is the nicest compliment you could give me so that's happened with the first book it just sold really really well and yeah. i was like okay this book is doing really well it's not done to me it's like mm-hmm. it was always a worldwide book and i was like i'm gonna yeah. do the european version so i started talking to the public my my editor i'm like i'm doing the european one it's like let's get a contract and so in 2012 like i just kind of prepped got a contract i think i might have waited a year mm-hmm. um and then Went and 2012, I did two trips to Europe. So I got a contract, obviously. And then did two two-month trips in Europe. One in the spring. Went to the Salone in Milan for the first time as well. Um, and then stuck around and shot Achille Castiglione's studio. And so I started, I did all of the European, like the first trip was more laying groundwork doing FaceTime with Italians and mm-hmm. which won't let you in unless you meet them and stuff like that. And then the second trip, which was in August and September, I shot like I shot in ten countries in two months and just Jeez. Yeah. And I I guess a little easier time traveling. This time you're not having to do it all on your own time. Easy and not bit, easy. A little bit of support this time. Uh rather than having uh, to be back at the bookstore maybe. Yeah, in that way. But it sounds like yes. you made yourself a motherfucker of a schedule. Well, it was it was cra- it was just it was just one of those it's just one of those things cuz some of the houses like came to me like I kind of knew there was this one house that I knew I really wanted but he's the guy was like not known and I had to go through this other guy and or like they wouldn't get back to me and then all of a sudden, "Yes, can you come next week?" and it's like, "Uh, Sure. <laughs> so, you know, it was one of those, <laughs> it was one of those, it was really, you know, I am shooting it. It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't this master plan that like I had this wonderful yeah. schedule before I left. It was like yeah. very on the ground. <laughs> like, am I going to get in Lino Sabatini's house? It's like, I haven't heard from this Italian guy. And like, it's like, yes, I can drive you there on Saturday. It's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> It, you know, it's one of those, it was really, it was really kind of crazy. What was your rig like? What are you shooting all these houses with? Uh, so the second book, 
came very clear during the first trip that it had to be all digital. Yeah. Because bringing film mm-hmm. around to many different airports with different x-ray systems mm-hmm. and it just wasn't going to work. Did anything get fucked up uh-huh. for the first book? Uh, no. Okay. No. And then he did Because get... they'll hand check yeah. in the U.S. And, and I was all in the U.S. Yeah, yeah. But I mean like Heathrow, they're very difficult, you know. Yeah. They'll kind of do it. I would go in basically, I think one trip I went in and like I fly into Heathrow. But then the second one I went through France or I don't know. But I mean, you know, it's like Czech Republic and Copenhagen and Sweden and, you know. Um, anyway, so I shot everything digitally. Um, but yeah, Mamiya RZ mm-hmm. with a digital back and a Canon. I think I was shooting on the Canon at that point. Yeah. So, I mean, you saw my my little suitcase up there. It's like it's the same... It's the same one, basically yeah. a suitcase. It, I mean, it was hard with um, carry-on requirements, you know, oh, yeah. in Europe. Yeah, and, yeah, like, yeah. You, like, everyone's like, oh, it's so cheap to fly around. It's like, no, it's not cheap to fly around unless you're on EasyJet and then you can't have any carry-on. I mean, I, Air France almost didn't let me on the plane because my, my camera kit was too heavy, like... I, I won't. Anybody, I won't fly Air France. Yeah, does anybody check this stuff? I mean, have you ever? I'm. A, I wouldn't check any of this stuff. I wouldn't. Oh. You know, I would never check any of. I don't. Any I mean, of my electronic stuff. No. I just don't have the guts to do it. Seems, well, why would you? I, I mean, it, you can't lock your. You can barely lock your 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 uh, suitcases yeah. now. So. Yeah. I would only check my tripod kit, but I mean. When I arrived in Copenhagen, it's like my tripod had, I don't know what happened, <laughs> but I open it up. How did you do that, guys? No, seriously. It's like yeah. the metal was broken in half. Like I had, and I, it was like a really like good, heavy duty geared tripod head that I loved. And I pulled it out and it was like, and I, <laughs> I was literally like, I'm in Finn Yule's house. I have two days, and I looked, and I was like, um, I'm going to need to go to a camera store. I had to, like, take The morning I was supposed to be shooting Finuel's house for the yeah. first day, I was in a cab finding a f- camera store, the pro camera shop in mm-hmm. Copenhagen, and buying a tripod head. So, yeah. Is this stuff universal or, like tripod mounts it's the same yeah. around the world yeah i mean i i, oh, I had the tripod legs so you have that going for you yeah oh, but, oh man a that was a quite a morning yeah i mean it was an adventure yeah but it was sure. but it was very um consolidated like the shooting for the second book was like i did it in two blocks and the second the second trip was like 10 shoots and you know and how many houses all together in that one 13, 13's in, and I shot 14, actually. But one of them just, I didn't feel like it worked. It was the last one I shot, and I was so tired. And to be fair, when I talked to him, Mm -hmm. he didn't mention that he moved out of his house and was living in in an apartment that he had designed, too. Mm. And I was just like, it kind of just doesn't fit with the flow. It would have been good, but... Yeah. Anyway, so 
that didn't make it in. But yeah, so that was in 2012. Then the book came out, and is that right? Yeah, that was the end of 2012, and I turned in the book spring of 2013, and then with Rizzoli, it takes a year. Mm -hmm. So it came out in spring of 2014, and then then I kind of figured out it's like yeah. I like making books. Yeah. It's like yeah. I have like 10 to 15 book ideas. So Right on. <laughs> I'm like, it's a little, I was like, I'll be doing this for the rest of my life. So I was like, okay. So the idea of doing like design pilgrimage and having it, you know, kind yeah. of all be like a series because it's all the same, you know, mm -hmm. it's all kind of this like journey for me. So does, you mentioned that you have these two Books contracted, Design mm -hmm. Pilgrimage, California, mm -hmm. and then another one where you're visiting artist studios. Preserved artist studios around the world, yeah. yeah. It, has that one got a little title, too? Uh, well, it's going to be Design Pilgrimage, but I haven't, you know, it could be. Right. And then how far does the Design Pilgrimage umbrella reach? You've got a couple Anything more ideas I'm interested for it? In? Okay. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I... Like I'd love to do, I'd love to do a book on interior designers that I really like. Yeah. Because I mean, honest, interior design is like a really tough thing. Because you're, you know, you're kind of trying to like. I, I, it's just like a very interesting, it's a very interesting um, industry, making homes for people. And I'm more interested in like what people do for themselves. Sure, sure. Um, but you know, like I'd love to do that, but very specific people who I think mm -hmm. are very, very, there's so many interior designers now. So um, I ran across a book that called them interior decorators. And I think it's like, I like that better. I don't know that I, I think that might be demeaning. I hope it's not, but I like decorate because it's decoration. Anyway, um, but product designers and like designers, um, industrial designers yeah, too, you yeah. know, like I've shot Max Lamb's place, like his old place and I want to shoot his new place. There's mm -hmm. a lot of things, you know, designers that I've liked and I've kind of shot one place and now they've moved and I just keep, you know, I've become friends with a lot of them and it's like, yeah, let's shoot your house now. Yeah. So there's a lot of things that I've started shooting, not with the thought that it would end up being, you know, in a book or it might be but then they moved and but the thought of like these progressions of people's lives oh yeah is yeah. really interesting to me and Long -term like term yeah documents yeah yeah so there's a few people that i've done i've i mean inadvertently done that with mm -hmm. that um like i just photographed the um the home of ilsa crawford who's in i mean probably my favorite designer she's more than a designer she's a thinker and a philosopher in some ways but um i photographed her home mm -hmm. and i was the last person to photograph because she moved and i had this feeling she was gonna Something move was coming hmm. and i really wanted to shoot it and they're like well, why she's moving i was like no no it's like and i think in my mind it's like yeah but there's a progression it's like to shoot there and now i'm the last person to do it which is really interesting and then so i'd love to you know, I don't know. I don't know what book she'd be in. She fits in so many. Um, so when can we? I want to do fashion designers too. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like you've got. Yeah. You've got a couple decades of work ahead of you. Yeah, 
Yeah. Roughly sketched out. Who but, knows what, what will be after the artists. Yeah. I mean, I want to do some artists like that are living now that I really like. When are these going to start coming out? Um, so California, mm-hmm. Design Pilgrimage, California. Let's hope that title sticks. Um, that comes out in fall 2017. And then the next book comes out a year after that. And after I'm done with this book, I'll negotiate with them for the next one. So then it's just going to, I need to keep them rolling. Keep on chugging along. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's also, you know, I mean, it's very like making a living when you're doing books mm-hmm. is like, because mm-hmm. for me, it's like, it's pretty all encompassing when mm-hmm. I'm like in a book. It's like, I don't take a lot of work because I can't. Yeah. Because... That's why working on my own might <laughs> might need to get some support of some sort. But um, but yeah, it's good not having a house. <laughs> In that respect, it's yeah. like when you're never there. It's like nice not to have rent because I was. I mean, the last book is like paying double rent, and the oh. the trips in Europe were also you know, I would be hosted a lot of the time. Yeah, which is super lovely, but also after you've been shooting all day to have to go into the guest mode mm-hmm. and there people are excited you're sure, there sure. or yeah. got to be present. Yeah. And you just be... kind of want to make some scrambled eggs and not right. yeah, speak just, um, for, you know, a nice eight hours. Just zone out for a bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I guess to kind of wrap things up, what have mm. you got coming up to shoot next? What are the next few things you're uh, working on? Well, I mean, I'm all in the book right now, so I'm in the middle of, like, making chapters. I'm shooting a little more at Kathy and Robin's place, who own Heath, tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Oh, great. Um, And there's two more people for California that I'm supposed to shoot, although I don't know they're going to fit. As in, I mean, they totally fit, like. The theme, but maybe not in terms of space. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Because there's more, re- there's more writing than this book. Yeah. So, um, so that, and then, gosh, that gets me to October. Because basically I'll finish the shooting in the next two weeks. Mm-hmm. And then I have two weeks in a cabin writing. I have a week break. Oh, and where then you I going? have a month in another cabin. Yeah, you did that for one of your uh-huh. last book, right? Both books. Same I've place? shot at the same yeah. I've I've written like all parts of it at the so same place. Do you have a cab a cabin? I don't have it. It's like these ladies like rent it. Like your spot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean it works there. Yeah. I, I've been productive there. Once you find yeah. a place that you can be productive. <laughs> That's so exciting. Yeah. Well, hey, thanks so much for meeting me and uh okay. thanks for chatting. Sure, thanks. This episode was recorded July 30th, 2016 in San Francisco, California. Our music is by Daniel Bachman. I'm on Instagram at Eric Marth. And for more information on the show or to check out older episodes, log on to www.thehalftone.org.